He joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. It is an absolute pleasure to be talking with the great Lauren Woodson. He joins us live here in a broadcast. And uh, play ball! It's World Series time. And uh, with an ardent baseball fan and best-selling author, a return visit from our good friend Lauren Woodson. He's the author of Far Stones. And he's with us today here on our broadcast. And uh, tell us a little bit about Far Stones. Far Stones, thank you, James. It's a pleasure to be back with you. Yes. Far Stones is a novel set in 1860s Texas, uh, and it involves two boys, twin, identical twin boys. Story starts out in St. Louis, where the boys have been fanatic fans of the new game of baseball. And uh, they see one of the first games actually played under the so-called New York rules, and they fall in love with the game. Their father, actually stepfather, takes them to Texas to avoid the oncoming civil war. They are boys of color, and so they are somewhat threatened by the whole situation. They get to Texas. Uh, they get into hill country. One of them is captured in a brutal Indian raid, and the other twin escapes and vows a many-year search for his lost twin brother. The twin grows up to be a respected Comanche warrior, and the twin who's searching for him enlists the aid of Buffalo soldiers. I can tell you more about that. Uh, And to eventually see if he can track down them. Throughout the game, it's a uniting feature of the story. The boys carry in their separate ways an abiding love of the early game of baseball. And that's the fun of the story as far as I'm concerned. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Lauren Woodson joins us today. Far Stones is the latest from him. And your book is stealing the hearts of reading enthusiasts everywhere, my friend. Give us a thumbnail sketch of the plot and uh, a closer look at some of the main characters. So the plot, uh, as I say, is about these twin boys, uh, who, one of whom is captured by the Indians uh, in 1860s Texas. The other escapes and vows. A, they're both orphaned. The other, the one who escapes, vows a, a search for him. He embarks uh, with determination. And the heart of the story is that what unites these boys, even though they are on very different life paths throughout the story of the book, they end up sharing uh, an abiding love of the early game of baseball. So the, so the main character is, uh, well, two main characters, they're twins, is Tom. He's captured. He undergoes brutal initiation into the ways of the Comanche Indians but succeeds. He grows into, in his mid and later teen years, a respected Comanche warrior. Stefan, the other T, the other twin, goes on a search for him. Is treated as uh, somewhere between a slave and an indentured service servant. Grows up, wanders across the plains of Texas, somewhat into Mexico, has some adventures in New Orleans. Ends up connected with the Buffalo Soldiers, who were fierce, determined, very capable African-American soldiers of the time in 1860s and 70s Texas. And as I say, 
that what unites them is their love of baseball. There's some interesting characters along the way, um, which I can be happy to say more about. We've got a uh, great guest with us today, Lauren Woodson with us today. Far Stones joins us today here on our big broadcast. Now, what elements did you draw upon to develop some of the main characters? The elements were my own fascination with the Frontier West. For, for some significant years in my youth, I spent time in a small town outside of Louisville, Kentucky. And I was fascinated with the frontier heroes of Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett and Jim Bridger and eventually Sam Houston, all these guys who wandered into the, the, the frontier West. And I was absolutely fascinated by it. At age 11, I saw a pageant, outdoor pageant in the Great Smoky Mountains of Tennessee about the Cherokee Indians' Trail of Tears. And so I was very moved by the trauma that was undergone by the by the American Indians, the Plains Indians uh, in our own uh, great country, that Southwest. And uh, I had long kind of been thinking about, I'd been fascinated with early baseball. I grew up a Yankee fan, days of Mickey Mantle and Yogi Berra and Joe DiMaggio and those great guys, Bill Scourin, all those great guys, Bill Rizzuto. Um, came west and became a Dodgers fan. So baseball has always been in my blood. So I started putting some stories together. You got the Frontier West. They became fascinated with the history of early baseball, started to put together. And what you do as a writer is you find interesting characters, you get them in trouble, and you keep them in trouble. So I had the, I'm here, I'm this old white dude, but I had the nerve to choose a couple of boys of color, identical twin boys, one of whom is captured, the other of whom follows him in a search. And uh, one of the, the other thing that sort of drew me is I've always been fascinated in religion, and both of these boys are religious in their own ways, in appropriate 19th century ways. They're both religious. And Tom, the, camp, the captured one who is, becomes a Comanche warrior, he finds his own spirituality. He finds it in the, uh, the vision quest that all American, uh, all American Indian boys went on. They find a spiritual guide in the form of the spirits of the land and animals and so forth. Stefan is raised partly Catholic because his mother is Catholic. And he has his own kind of connection with religion that follows him throughout the story. So it's got a lot of elements that come from my own family experience. I grew up in a very religious family, not Catholic. It happened to be Methodist, but I grew up in a very religious and traditional family. And those values have always been important to me. Lauren is with us today, our good buddy Lauren Woodson, author of Far Stones. He's with us today here on our big broadcast. And uh, can you give us the profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book? That is a very good question. By the way, James, let me just quickly say the title, Far Stones, refers to the, the name that the character Tom acquires, given to him by the Indians, and it's, he's given the name Far Stones because more than anybody they've ever encountered, he can throw stones 
farther and more accurately than anybody. And he does that because he has been throwing baseballs ever since he was like four, five, six years old. So that's where the title comes from. Um, the, uh, uh, gosh, ask me your question again. Uh, we've um, got oh, Lauren we, Woodson we, with us today. He's the author of Far Stones. Uh, give us a profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book. <clears throat> yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Um, so the typical reader is going to be anybody who's interested in the history of the frontier West. Um, <clears throat> And um, that includes people who are perhaps familiar with a book that was really the inspiration from the, for this book, a book by the name of uh, uh, oh God, uh, Empire of the Summer Moon, Empire of the Summer Moon by S.C. Gwynn. And it tells the story of the greatest Comanche warrior, a guy by the name of Quana Parker. Um, and uh, the other people are going to be readers who have loved Larry McMurtry. You remember the Lonesome Dove series? It was yes, both indeed. a book, a series of a trilogy or quadrilogy of books, and then it was a fabulous TV series. Also, interestingly, it's going to be people who remember the film The Searchers, classic John Ford film starring John Wayne. And it tells of a story of a young woman played by Natalie Woman uh, by Natalie uh, Wood, who is captured by actually Comanche Indians, and her uncle, played by John Wayne, start the many-year search for her. And it's based on a real-life story of a young woman, Cynthia Ann Parker, who was captured in 1836 by Indians and raised as a Comanche, gave birth to Kwana Parker, and didn't want to return to so-called civilization. She loved the life, and that was all she knew was the life of Indians on the plains. It's a fascinating story about how people can completely come into a different kind of identity. Anyway, so readers of those books are going to be drawn to it, and of course, people who love baseball and who want to kind of dip into what baseball was like back in the early day, early days of its uh, inception, which really sort of took hold and blew up after the Civil War, during the Civil War and after the Civil War, and the way it was carried west. So that's, that's, that's a kind of a rough summary of uh, the kind of people who are going to be. Interestingly, one of the things I've started doing is sending the book to our soldiers overseas, soldiers and Marines overseas, because I think they are going to connect with it also, because it does have elements, a little bit violence, um, but it has elements of combat and heroism and how you stay true to your character in the state, in a, in a situation of great adversity and great challenge. So I think, I think service people will, will take to this book. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Lauren Woodson, he's the author of Far Stones. And um, now, how do you shape up the uh, Major League Baseball World Series, my friend? Oh, man. <laughs> what a great question. Uh, well, as we all know, it's going to be the Dodgers versus uh, the Houston Astros. Both of them had great postseason runs so far. Uh, Houston coming from behind to uh, 
win the last two games against a very good Yankees team. Uh, they did it with a combination of really good pitching and really good hitting, and they have this extraordinary little fire plug of a guy, uh, Jose Altuve. Uh, what a what a crackerjack of a player. But the Dodgers also have extremely good pitching, extremely good hitting, and very solid defense. I think it's going to be a great series. Uh, tonight we got uh, Clayton Kershaw, who's arguably the best pitcher in baseball. Uh, he's sort of in the mold as a left-hander of my hero, Sandy Koufax, going back to the, the days of uh, Dodger glory back in the 60s and 70s. Um, against, uh, I think his first name is, I can't think of his first name, Keichel. Uh I don't know, but I can't think of his first name. Anyway, uh, it's going to be a great matchup. Uh, I I do give the nod to the Dodgers because on the strength of their bullpen, their bullpen is just phenomenal. And uh, they have a zero ERA, the bullpen does, for uh, for going into this postseason. We've got Lauren Woodson with us today, joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, an amazing conversation about Far Stones, which is uh, his latest. Now, um... This this an, an amazing amazing book, Far Stones. Um, why did you write this book, and who's your target audience? Well, I wrote it. I wrote it because I uh, I, I wanted to do a couple of things. Um, I wanted to bring to light a, an aspect of American frontier history that has been relatively unexplored. Okay, and that history involves the capture of African-Americans who are then raised by the Indians. There's a fair amount of documentation about white children uh, who are captured or were captured by Indians and raised as part of a tribe and part of the tradition, learned the language and everything. There's quite a bit of in in books and various literature research about that, but hardly anything about African-Americans. And, uh, I'm a white guy, but I have a, uh, an interesting relationship with the African-American community in that I come from a family. My grandfather and grandmother of 11 generations ago came to Jamestown in 1619 and, uh, and in 1620 bought a number of the first African-American slaves who were brought to this country. And, so I've kind of, and my family has always been aware of uh, a kind of sensitivity about the fact that we were former enslavers, and I have felt it's important to try to tell a story uh, about sort of what it was like on sort of the other side of things. So like I say, I had the nerve to pick African-American twins um, as the main characters in my story and to try to look at the world through their eyes. Now, you know, a writer can only go so far, and I don't pretend to be so-called culturally appropriating anything, but it's my way of honoring their experience. And it was important for me to do that, for me to find a way to do as right as I could by a little told story um, about the African-American experience on the uh, on the frontier. Um I wanted to I wanted to bring that in, and I wanted to connect it to baseball, because uh, one one of the people that I dedicate the book to 
is Jackie Robinson. And as we all know, broke the color barrier in 1947 through the Dodgers, of course. Interestingly, he and I went to the same high school in Pasadena, California, John Muir High School, Pasadena, California. And uh, although, of course, we were many years apart, I was only uh, six when he came into the major leagues. Um, He was in his 20s. Uh, But we went to the same high school, so I always feel that as a claim to fame. But the point is that I wanted to find a way to bring the African-American experience in a a way into a combination of things. Their experience on the frontier, a connection with early baseball, and the the struggle that, uh, that one had to go through. And, of course, everybody on the frontier had to go through a struggle. It was, it was a very tough life, very, very tough life. Uh, one of the things that is said at some point in the book is that uh, what my character, Stefan, uh, who is struggling on the land, he realizes that it's a lot different struggling with uh, existence and with life on the plains, let's say, of Texas than being a slave, say, in Louisiana, because it, you really needed the help of other people. You needed the help of a community to survive. The land, the environment, the weather was so harsh that you had to do it with help. You couldn't do it by yourself. So all of those elements combined to why I really wanted to write this book. And I had a huge, I had a huge amount of fun researching it. Read, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 books about it. I never did meet a... Uh, a Comanche Indian, a member of the Comanche Nation, in a sense of being able to get to know them personally. I visited the Comanche National Museum in Lawton, Oklahoma. It's a wonderful place, full of very interesting exhibits. Um, and uh, But I never did get a chance to interact. But uh, other than that, I had a huge amount of fun doing field research in New Mexico and Oklahoma and in Texas the hill country of Texas. It's just fascinating, fascinating country, fascinating history. It is Lauren Woodson. He's with us today here in our broadcast. Far Stones is the latest from Lauren Woodson. Um, How does your book and the characters parallel your life, and how is it different? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it, It parallels my life, certainly, in the way that my my main characters, Tom and Stefan, uh, are united by baseball. Um, and it's interesting because uh, when I started writing this book, my grandsons were uh, uh, were not ready for baseball. But as I be, as I really began to get into the final drafts of the book, they became both interested. I have a grandson who's 11, and I have a grandson who's, eight, who's eight, almost eight, and uh, they got into little league. Especially my younger grandson, Leo. It just somehow became a, a baseball fanatic. He and I would watch a lot of the games on TV. I would sort of let him know, you know, sort of the tricks of how the game is played, how to understand it, strategy, et cetera, various situations that are set up. So in that way, it was very much, um, very much a parallel of my life in terms of, because these boys, it, it was a really important element to me in writing this book that these boys kept the bond of baseball, even though they were separated by hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. Each one believed in their heart that the other one was there through their love of baseball and that they somehow believed 
somewhat in different ways from each other, but they believed they were going to get back together and that somehow baseball was going to be the uniting thing. And I'm going to leave it to the reader to sort of see how that happens and what way that it happens. I am, I am also like my characters in, in being interested in the challenges of the wilderness. The whole experience of nature is a very important thing to me. I can't travel the way I used to, but I used to just love hiking. For us, it's in the Sierra Nevada here but also in Yosemite for a long time. We've traveled to the Northwest and done uh, canoe trips and stuff like that. Being near the land, the water, the sky is very important to me. And, of course, my boys appreciate it in a slightly different way. Partly they appreciate it because they're challenged by surviving in it, but also they let themselves get into the beauty of it. And one of the ways that Stefan, the guy who ends up searching for his brother comes to realize is that the land itself is such an important part of the game of baseball. You know, baseball is really interesting in that way because we have, we have the relationship of the players to each other and the way the ball happens. But then there's also the way the field itself, the land itself is a character in the, so to speak in the game of baseball. Um, so that's that's the way that I feel a connection, uh, a parallel with the guys, and it's certainly very different because, you know, we live in 2017 and life is certainly way easier. We got medical care and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, the other way, the other way that I feel a connection, uh, actually, the character Stefan is very has a kind of an intuitive connection to uh, taking care of people in a very physical way. At one point, he has to attend to an old lady who's dying of cancer. And he he's just exposes himself to the challenges of how you literally do that in a hands-on kind of way and dealing with the messiness of it and the uncertainty, the, the line between life and death. And he really would like to become a doctor. Uh, and, you know, I myself am a doctor. I'm trained as a doctor. So I could bring in kind of my world of medicine in that regard and, uh, you know, give him, give him some of that. So uh, there, there's quite a bit that I identify with about my, uh, about my characters. We've got Lauren Woodson with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Far Stones is the latest from him. Thanks for joining us here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. And uh, if you're joining us here on iHeartRadio or AMFM247.com, we'll be talking with Frank Fernuccio here in a few moments. And uh, if you've come in late or you want to hear the whole interview again, we will post Lauren's interview at our website, JiggyJaguar.com. And um, Lauren, can we look forward to another novel soon? Well, yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know about soon, but I'm working on it. I'm taking one of the characters uh, in 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 my book and sort of thinking about a way to follow her. She was a very interesting character who was uh, a white girl who was captured um, and has her own traumatic experiences. But she's a very interesting character, Caroline. And uh, I'm thinking about a way that to kind of expand on her and further adventures in the West. Um, don't know how I'll bring baseball into it, but <laughs> but I'll try. <laughs> We've got uh, Lauren Woodson with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. 
and uh, this this book incredibly well written. Um, what what exactly inspired you to write this book? Well, it it started with my coming across kind of accidentally this book Empire of the Summer Moon about the great Comanche warrior Quanah Parker. And I had been kind of long hatching, uh, kind of a wondering about ever since I saw the Ken Burns special on baseball. I figured, you know, and seeing how much of it was uh, connected with Civil War and then knowing about how soldiers after the Civil War went west. And um, and it just it was sort of been burbling around in my mind and, and his book and the story about how young people were captured by Indians and then raised as Indians. It, it just starts us fall into place you know you you get an idea and you start to put some characters together and it's kind of just unconsciously kind of sort of falls into place a little bit and you struggle and you read some more research and that's what really that's what really got it in motion uh was that book empire of the summer moon but then also the writings of larry mcmurtry because i just love larry mcmurtry he's just a phenomenal writer and um and just doing a lot of research on the on the area. By the way, I'm just going to put in this plug. It's gotten very well reviewed on Amazon. A number of very positive reviews, also by Kirkus Reviews. If you want to check that out, and uh, you can check out my website for the book, which is the name of the book: Farstones, all one word, F A R S T O N E S dot com. Farstones dot com. Check it out. There's sort of some more his- interesting stuff on that website about the book and pictures and things uh so yeah that's how that's how i got it cooking it is absolutely amazing we've got a uh, great guest with us today he joins us live uh here on our big broadcast far stones is the uh latest from our great guest today and uh i i will have to say that that this book is uh incredibly well written uh you've put a lot of time into this um, so I, I guess for for folks out there that are that are still trying to uh, that are still kind of on 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 the ledge here, why do you think that this book will appeal to readers? I think it's because it's a good at its heart. It's an adventure story. It's like you put yourself in the position of these two boys who are vulnerable. They're only eleven years old when the story starts out. And you follow them through, and it's like, in that sense, it's like any really good adventure story, where you got you got people who find themselves in very tough, challenging situations, and they persevere. They uh, they find a way to make it, and they do it with spirit, and they do it with energy, and it's just they're really they're really fun people to identify with. Um, I think that's what I think that's the hook in the game and the hook in the story is that it's a great adventure story and a coming of age. These guys grow up. They become who they are going to be later in life over those very informative years of, you know, teen years, pre-adolescent and then into their teen years. And it's just, it's, it's a fun ride. It's just really a fun ride. It is a great guest with us today. Lauren Woodson joins us here on iHeartRadio and AMFM, 247.com. Tune in iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course the brand new 
Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information. Now, as we wrap up here with you, my friend, if people want to get a hold of you online or have questions for you about the books or what have you, how do they get a hold of you, my friend? Well, you can, um, as I say, go to my website, farstones.com, or you can email me at lauren, L-O-R-E-N, dot farstones, all one word, F-A-R-S-T-O-N-E-S, farstones, at gmail.com, lauren, dot farstones, at gmail.com. Be happy to entertain questions or comments or whatever. Happy, well, happy to. I'll tell you, it is it is an amazing read. It's an amazing book. I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on. Build, grow, and enjoy, my friend. I uh, really appreciated the uh, conversation. Look forward to our next one. Thank you, my friend. Oh, thanks so much, James. Be well. Definitely. Thank you, sir. There he goes, Lauren Woodson on Skype Audio. That wraps it up here for Build, Grow, and enjoy.